Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 26, Fahrenheit 9-11-9. Fahrenheit 11-9. Welcome one and all, old and young, to another political episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster, with me as always is Brother Bieszki. Hey yo. And Brother Lucas. Good evening all. Tonight, we are on the promenade of Burbank, out in front of the 16. On the poop deck, as they say. (laughs) On the poop deck, with our... With Kids of Plenty and our special guest, Brother Zach. Zachary! 42 days to the midterms. <laughs> 42 Locked days. and loaded. Yes. 42 days. Let's party. All right, so last we met uh, for a political cast, it was Darker darker Skies. It was Death of a Nation. Oh. Dinesh D'Souza's... I dodged. Thank you guys for falling on that grenade for me. Brother Lucas yeah. stepped down. He stepped down on that one. Uh, he recused himself. <laughs> That's right. Um, but now we're back to complete the circle with Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 11-9. Not 9-11, 11-9, the day that Trump technically won the presidency. And Michael Moore did make a documentary called Fahrenheit 9-11, correct? In 2004, yeah. It made about $200 million. I saw it at this yeah. very theater. Wow, full circle. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know Brother Zach has reported that the box office has not been kind. Dismal. But maybe below Dinesh. But, but we can't. But we can't take too much stock in that because no. even though it may be for reasons unknown to us yet, we we are in a um, 24-hour news cycle. We it are. is the post-internet, post-social media era. Whereas his previous documentaries came out in a time where we didn't really have YouTube. You didn't really yeah. get it all the time. Yeah. Sledgehammered into your fucking eyeballs. Yeah, I think when you see a trailer <clears throat> with like the Parkland kids. And um, you know a number of, of political actors of this past two years, and you just kind of feel like you already know the, the story, right? And and so it, and the story's it, not over. There's no ending, really. And how can right. he be ahead of the story, right? So if it's unfolding every minute. And he said, you know, don't come into this expecting to see like the P tape, right? <laughs> and but I just think like he's definitely in a sensationalist environment. Being a sensationalist and still drawing crowds is a high order. Right, that's true. Yeah, I mean, in 2004, you didn't have the internet as it is, and I don't know. I feel people might be a little exhausted on the on the Trump news cycle to yeah. to, to get out to theaters for this one, but um, 
But I'm pumped up. Michael Moore's a hero of mine. He came to <laughs> UW yeah. Milwaukee in 2000. Michigander, right? And Nader and uh, Milwaukee uh, and Moore came for. Uh, I, I voted for Nader and and uh, wow. I was I was my You're early. Admitting it. Wow. It was my Shots early, fired. It was my early progressive days. No, that's fair. I didn't vote in the 2000 election because I was stoned, but Whoa. I should okay. have. I should have. Real talk. I should have voted for Gore. But. Uh, He's always been a hero. I've seen everything he's done except for I only got a half an hour into Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon, we which, tried which we bailed it. on yeah, uh, right. this past hard, week. Hard pill to swallow. Couldn't do it. Yeah, couldn't do it. But all the docs you've seen. I've seen all the docs. Even the the, the Hillary Hail Mary that he put out. I saw it with him over in no, uh, North Hollywood uh, oh, wow. when the, the day the Comey investigation was reopened. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. So I've got history with Michael Moore. I can't wait to uh, see what he's got cooked yeah, up Yeah, Zach, weren't we in Chicago together at my apartment in Logan Square watching the Oscars where he like called out Bush when he won the Oscar for Bowling for that Columbine? Could be. Yeah, that could where be. Where he was like, shame on you, Mr. Bush, it was for intense, fictitious yeah. reasons, and the people were all losing their minds. Because again, like, <laughs> it was a viral video. Yeah, it might have been 0203. Yeah. I, forget, I forget, but I want to say I was with you. Yeah, could like, be. That in the moment, be. in the moment, he's usually like it seems like he's hated, but in retrospect, like when he did that, like in retrospect, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah he of was, course, he was oh, yeah. on the right side. Yeah, of yeah, let's yeah. let's let's just for the record, Roger and Me is a great film. It's a yeah. masterpiece. Yeah. I have actually me. never seen it. Sorry. Oh, Jesus that Christ! Is, well, <laughs> but you're in for a treat because I think that movie is not. It's a blind spot. It, it, like I'll put it this way: Roger and me is something you would like watch that. twenty years from a now, tone. and 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 you would get nutrients from it. Right. Still, whereas Roger is timeless. Yeah, it's timeless. Whereas it's it, you know about the man standing up to the man. Yeah. And I think that's in all of his work. Yet everything else feels very dated. Like I don't sure. have a desire to rewatch Fahrenheit 9/11. Right. I remember I Fahrenheit 9/11 of a specific time being yeah. too long yeah. and top heavy. Meaning the first hour was great, but in the back 90 minutes, I was like, damn. I just remember walking into this theater with my boys, brother Justin and brother Austin, and coming out like we wanted to burn the fucking <laughs> world down. So angry yeah so pissed and not pissed in just like non-constructive ways like do we need to run for office do we need to stop playing video games and fucking do this and then we went home and played video games but he does get you fired up though he does (laughs) yeah when i when i saw it uh, i saw it in westwood and leonard nimoy was standing in line behind me of course he was that was a personal yeah like Mm. highlight of my Mm. life all right. Well, let's let's see if Fahrenheit let's give, let's give the eleven to... nine can <laughs> add a, a constructive notch to his belt of dots. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, oddly enough, I'm not. I dreaded going to the D'Souza film. Sure. Dreaded. Yeah. Sure. But I'm not. I'm, this is probably the least excited I've been to see a Michael Moore movie okay. ever. Maybe ever. the opposite of dread so, is. Tepid. So let's see. Let's see if he he's got nowhere to go but but up with this film for right. me right now. Right. Um, look, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not I, expecting anything. Really. I'm expecting nothing. I'm not. I'm look at at the minimum. He's 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 going to deliver something far more competent than D'Souza just from a filmmaking perspective. Hey, but don't don't I, get ahead of no, yourself. All right, let's see. Listen let's see. to the testimony okay. first before right, then. casting enough. your vote. Okay, sir. D'Souza okay. might squeak one out here. Okay. 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 <laughs> what do we think the uh, theater turnout's going to be tonight? Ooh, right now, we, got, we know we got oh. one. We know we got one person in there. But, like any, 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 any Russians? <laughs> but there might be some Russians doing some recon. <laughs> but it is uh, discount night. Oh yeah. So we're gonna. See 
who comes out. Who comes out for the lowered price? And see if anybody's curious. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll do a head count. We'll do a yes. head count. Um, but yeah, let's let's head up that escalator to the stars. Let's get educated and uh, yeah. Informed. Oh shit! This is it's gonna make the blood boil. Let's get fired up. <laughs> Johnny wants a brain. Johnny wants to suck on the coke. Johnny wants a woman. Johnny wants to think of a joke. with the Mack truck that is 2018. Barred up, screeching brakeless, just like no no uh, steering, uh, power steering. What What's that snops, Brother Bishke? Hit us with that snops. From the Rotten Tomatoes, Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 11.9 is a provocative and comedic look at the times in which we live. It will explore the two most important questions of the Trump era. How the fuck did we get here? How the fuck do we get out? It's the film to see before it's too late. We're still in a family-centric public, but it, it's a little later. Bishki's feeling it. We're at, he's not gonna. He's not gonna hold it back. No. This is this is late they night put swear, They put swear words in the Rotten Tomato synopsis. I'm gonna say them loud. That's great, and don't let anybody stop you. Okay, so a lot of parallels with Mr. D'Souza's film, whereas his entire thesis with. Death of a Nation was Dinesh dunked on <laughs> yeah. Dinesh dunked on D'Souza was that uh, you can't possibly compare Trump to Hitler because Hitler was liberal. This movie lays out quite a different uh, strategy yeah. with uh, connecting the rise of Nazism, but with uh, with a lot more evidence. Yeah, that, Dinesh provided. That, that happened in about movie five of six in this. <laughs> There's about six movies here. There are. There are. Uh, it, yeah. At least three, for sure. He, yeah. He opens with a very similar opening to Dinesh. I leaned over to Bishki and I said, we're watching the beginning of, Din- of the D'Souza movie over again, which is like, and Michigan goes to Trump, and, and, and Florida goes to Trump. Back up, back up. But yeah. can, we, can we go before that opening? Like the the cold open is like the the super diehard Hillary Fight supporters, yeah. and for whatever reason, I thought it was the, like the funniest, sickest joke I ever heard because it's, it was like a caricature of like of like happy people. Well, like, it's like, like Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, like it was so yeah, yeah. fake. Like it was so absurd. Here's just, what it I is. I lost it. I we, lost There my has mind. been so much media that has covered this exact same material since 2016 that there is a spectrum of how to do it quote-unquote right and how to do it quote-unquote wrong. Right makes you feel the sting, <laughs> makes you feel the anger, makes you feel like let's not oh. ever let this happen again. Yeah. Wrong, it, it, strangely enough, right is how Michael Moore does it. Like, 
This was effective. This yeah. was an effective Hillary fire, losing sweep. Fire poker. But Dinesh's movie was so inept on a filmmaking level yeah. that he yeah, missed that layup. Yeah, he's just a professional layup. troll. We shouldn't really compare the two because Moore has an Oscar well, and Moore, we, Moore is like a I'm, master craftsman. Well, Lucas, speaking as someone who wasn't at the previous <laughs> film <laughs> because he couldn't take the heat, LT I dunk have a little, bit more, dunk to, a little bit more to say. By the lodge, it was master. such a layup for Dinesh to do this, but the, the talent and the technique was not there. Moore doesn't want to tell us this, but because he has to, he's going to craft it as best as he can for yeah. the maximum impact. And he, holy he makes, shit. He makes the layup very well. Yeah. yeah. It's like a backwards you layup. Know, yes. It is done very well. And yet, and yet, you're right, because it feels so familiar, because I'm still reeling from that night emotionally. Right. But just the media saturation of watching the same like horror show replayed over and over again it wasn't until he goes through that he takes us through okay well how did we get to that how the fuck did we get here? how the fuck did we get here but immediately it's even that line and that's even in the trailer and yet in the movie theater it's i still laughed at it and it's like michael moore is very skilled at at blending things that make you... It, I was dying, Zach. I was crying tears of, of pure like, laughs. Like, I can't yeah, explain he's, He knows he's got a very sharp sense of humor, but he also like, grabs you by your lapels and shakes you and he associates with the blue-collar worker, like, average folk across all like race and gender lines and he's been doing that since Roger he's a mascot now yeah he's a mascot that's right when he shows up it's like well Michael Moore is here and that's kind of the joke yeah. right when he shows up at a, pro- at, at, uh, a protest in this, at, at, in at this movie there's a great moment yeah. where uh, some some city officials are under siege and they're like protests protesters have just showed up they're calling 911 and the police are like are there any weapons present they're like Michael Moore is here <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you, like, one one thing he does that that separates him distinctly from, a, a, like, a faker like D'Souza is he's not afraid to look in the face of his own hopes pinned onto Absolutely. another person and say, you know what, like, he does, there's a few instances of this. Uh, one is where Obama comes to Flint. That's incredibly painful Just to watch. Just heartbreaking. It's oh. incredibly heartbreaking. It's Shakespearean. Yeah. It's straight up Shakespearean. And and it. Uh, we, we should we should tell you what happens. The the a large swath of this movie is dedicated to the Flint water crisis, which if you if you haven't heard of it, look it up. But it's a uh, hellish detour. It's fucked up. It, it's really. It's wack. when the movie like, starts to get really compelling. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's really. When it really got because to me. Like, because it we, me hard. we start with oh. with Trump's election and then we're like, well, but back let's up. let's yeah, see seeing all that. Yeah, let's see a pathway like one of the ways that we got here, and there's this crisis and Obama finally comes to town and everybody's got so much hope and they want there to be a state of emergency declared so they can start fixing everything and get everything the way it should be, and he basically buckles and does the same exact thing that the governor, the shithead governor, did to placate everybody, which is take a sip 
a ceremonial sip of Flint water yeah. and act like all was well. I mean, the, the, there is a key distinction is that Obama would not have privatized the fucking pipes to, and, like, sure. given them the lead water in the first place. Yeah. But, yeah, but yes, he, but he, he, I don't, he fumbled the ball. I don't know. I still want to. I still want to understand. What, I mean, I remember watching that and just shaking my head, but being there in the room with those people oh. cheering for their... Oh, man. And it, but it, it just was, shows you... It was you, palpable. It, yeah. was, it was definitely cringe It goes to his thesis of it's time to tear down the system, but it's so much more compelling uh, than D'Souza, who's just basically... It's just hero worship of a guy who isn't even a guy that he thinks he is. He's, like, made up this superhuman cult figure of Donald Trump. Right. And then D'Souza would him, D'Souza then, would never cross he, the line he'd never and question. question anything on his side of, of the aisle. And you don't have you don't have I mean, you don't have to like say fuck Obama or whatever, but it's just like it's just like understanding that when you start hero worshipping politicians and you stop holding them accountable, then you know that's shit when, happens. That's when things get dangerous. <laughs> and yeah, especially when money um, is pulling strings on people and you know and the people the people power don't push back on the money right it's dangerous and so anyway brother bishke as as the uh, guru of michael moore documentaries having seen them all uh take us through kind of your journey um in terms of you want me to go all through all his films no 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 uh, just okay. well, my journey was his movie. Movie. okay yes. i'm sorry we like, can do well, that Roger and, Roger and me. <laughs> um, Which Lucas needs to fucking see tonight. <laughs> no, I, I think it's good he comes back to Flint. That that really brought it, you know, because what, what he's good at, like, I don't know if he's like, I mean, he's good, he's very good at putting together found footage. I don't know if he's the master of, of taking together, you know, kind of these clips and giving his own essay spin on it. Um, he's good enough. Although, he's good, he's, although, he's, yeah, he's I, far I, better than I, Dinesh. But. I thought in this one, I really appreciated his writing of voiceover and how minimal and kind of conversational and intimate it was. Because at a certain point, it felt like I was sitting next to him. And he was just like whispering in my ear like... It was quiet. Yeah, this it was is intimate. what's going on. This is like my no, rough cut very, screening. Like, he's very skilled what, at it. Yeah, so the flow of it was but, pretty smooth. But my favorite stuff is when he gets on the ground level. He, he's interviewing people. He's in Flint. You know, he's talking with, you know, or, working class or people. West Virginia, yeah. Or West Virginia. Like, when he's talking to that guy in like West Virginia. Great, and great that, stuff in West and Virginia. And that guy he's needs his own documentary. That guy was amazing. Uh, was amazing. There's a guy in documentary who's running for, for co- congressman in West Virginia. And he's it's on amazing. fire. Like, his yeah. righteous... He's dialed in. He his righteous anger in. was he'll, so... Everything about his mannerism is motivating. He'll his, fight you in the street. He will, I'm not joking. And like, his campaign manager will fight you in the for street. For real. Yeah, yeah. They will fight you. Everything yeah. about his demeanor is, screams like <laughs> Trump head. But what he says is the extreme... Diametric opposite. Medicare for all, which is it's almost exactly minimum wage. Which is almost exactly what we need right That's now. That's the future. Oh, That's man. the only thing that can save us. I Somebody hope. that looks and talks like that. I hope yeah. pray. And what he's saying. I yeah. Hope and pray. Yeah. I wish we ended on that note. I wish we went no, back to that guy. I kind of thought that was the strongest part where he was going through these candidates. Yes, the grassroots and the grassroots and people getting fired up when he goes in with. Uh, the uh, uh, Stoneman Douglas kids, you know, getting that that feel like it should have been that should have been the ending, but then it goes into some other 
areas. It's all. And, it's. It, I it, mean, it journeys. It, it yeah. gives you a, a vast tapestry of what shit is right now. He knows. Yeah. He knows how to be. Per- he's so skilled at being at making a persuasive argument, as uh, the footage of Jared Kushner uh, <laughs> praising Michael Moore uh, after throwing his sicko premiere party shows you, so which is great. great. Yeah. But he's he's really good at making that case, even to the point where like there's a section of the, the first 20 minutes of the movie where he's just showing how creepy Donald Trump is with Ivanka. But oh, I was, was like, <laughs> it's so painful, and yet I'm... There's some I'm, great, great segments. I felt so, complicit. Yeah, but yet, yet, I'm kind of like, yeah, but this is a little trashy, even though I like it and he's good at it. And then he goes to Flynn, yeah. and he shows you the real people, oh, and that argument... Slows it down. That man. argument um, where he connects the political winds of, like, the businessman who comes in and, like, is just like all the other corporatist oh fucks God. who, like, don't have the Pure actual people Like, cartoonishly heart, evil. Like, health in mind, or... or the, like, the, John Vernon, Animal House evil. Yeah. yeah, he makes some really compelling arguments. I gotta say, at least in the moment, this this movie is a hell of a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's what really hurt me watching it is I was like, no one is seeing this right now. Well, here's what needs and to it's happen. Killing me. This needs to go straight to video, like now, like then they need to realize that nobody's looking at this in the theater. Put it, make it available on VOD, yeah. which is probably you, what's going to happen. You don't need to see it on the big screen at all. Like, no, it's just, just it's. It know, needs to get be it seen. out on it Netflix needs to be before the midterms. Not that it's like, but let's let's go back to a couple of these beautiful early sections where, first off, he is chronicling his own history and run-ins with the Trump campaign. Yeah. Where amazing. he realizes, amazing. he realizes that Steve Bannon was responsible for the release of the home video of one of his films. He is palling around with Jared Kushner, who throws him a, a film release party and says that you know he's really important and that uh, he's really great at looking into things. He makes incredibly <laughs> persuasive <laughs> but, arguments. But the coup d'état yeah. is Roseanne had a talk show apparently hosted out of Tavern on the Green in yes. New York. Where Trump and more Trump like, Trump didn't want to sit down with him because he knew he was going to get grilled. Hope he never makes a movie about me. Yes, yeah. there's so many delicious <laughs> just shit. little moments, yeah. and then super meta, and then the Ivanka suite where it just it's goes disgusting. it just goes into all of the shitty like just oh just vomit inducing stuff he said about his own daughter, and he hold, there's a the final shot of this segment is Trump, uh, Melania, and and Ivanka. And the, the camera slowly inches Melania out of the picture, so Trump and Ivanka are just together. And then he just holds it. He holds it, <laughs> and this, true Zach, like this is like dirty, this is dirty it's film so tricks. Dirty. He holds it and he's like, does this make you feel uncomfortable? Holds, holds it, holds it. And he's like, and then that begins like, but it's all out in the open, as is everything he does. And just, so just to, to piggyback on that briefly, if he made a whole movie in that vein, and he could have. It would have sucked. It would have sucked, but that would have been the, the Michael Moore doing the Dinesh thing. Yes. Which is, I can just, I'm just going to tear this motherfucker down the entire 90 minutes. Which wouldn't have. And like, yeah. and it, and it would have felt like, 
I don't know. It would have felt like you ate a whole box of like Mike and Ike's. Yeah. And it starts out <laughs> you're well. like really tasty and like, oh yeah, I remember why I like this. This is exactly what I wanted. And then it solidifies. And then after in about six Ikes, and <laughs> you're just like feeling gross. Yeah. You're just like I, I'm complicit in this box and this experience. But yes. anyway, then. <laughs> But he's better. In the mic he's, but he's so much better at doing that. He's kind a better of thing. filmmaker. But he, but he also knows. I've now I've got your attention. Now I'm going to take you mm-hmm. to and give you. Um, I, I'm going to shine a light on something that has not been given nearly enough attention. Right. And that's the situation in Flint. And and he shows you wh- how they got there. How it's the same old. Republican privatization bullshit corporatist playbook that put those poor people in that situation and Obama didn't help them and uh, and it's great and it's great that he did go back to Flint because that's I mean that's where he began that's Roger and me there's even footage from Roger and me in this toward the end just showing that Flint shit looks just like bombed out. It's nothing has changed. <laughs> the U.S. Army is doing live training military exercises, like, it's out of like pyrotechnics and like concussion grenades, so, not warning residents. So like people are driving home, and all of a sudden like they think surreal. aliens have landed or yeah. something. There was there was one thing that I thought. I mean, there's a, probably a number of things. I you know sometimes he doesn't provide full context and he's just going to move his argument in quick. Sure. So for instance, when he does the again shining the mirror back on the audience that is watching this movie, he goes into the Democratic primary and he goes to the Democratic convention and he shows how basically um, you know Bernie was robbed. He kind of shows this whole narrative. It's just a little disingenuous that on the convention floor, when people are calling the votes, Bernie and his campaign had already agreed to give their votes to Hillary at that point because he'd already lost. So He's he's taking dramatic license. He's kind of making some dramatic license to make the point of it was a rigged process. You can make a case of how the DNC and, and the DCCC still has, like, backs their preferred horse. But the way he did it made it seem like it was far more preposterous and like a puppeteering uh, event than is and, and, truthful. And we like know just, to look out for that going into a Michael Moore movie. Sure. Like he's not, he's a provocateur. Like he's... But he makes it seem like already agreed upon sure. uh, events are are happening in the moment and therefore... So I just got, you know, it's important to look at that. Of course. And then the other parts that are really and get you to sometimes take a step back and say, what's the reality here and what's he showing me? I, think I, that's I just feel like point. overall he's on his best behavior. Yeah, uh, I ex- much, I yeah. expected much more tomfoolery in that department. It, he, was, it was surprising. He makes a really damn good case, um, I think. He makes a really, really damn good case for... Uh, for voting and uh, yeah. <laughs> and and he really addresses like the biggest issue of the era which is that the country is not being represented by the people in power to right. the proportions uh, and beliefs that that are actually there i think when he follows the the, the teachers strikes and how they that come was also up, a great really section, compelling yeah. um, there's 
maybe I don't know if this is the salad dragon because it's kind of in keeping with. I I hope I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I mean, you go, you you dip dip a toe. I mean, what, I do we all have a salad dragon scene in mind? Um, I mean, let me think. There's a lot to I digest. Think there is a scene that I consider the salad dragon scene mm-hmm. that is a direct rhyme to Dinesh's yeah, salad so dragon scene. Yeah, so we're talking scene. about the same. One. Okay. Yeah. So we go through a section where. We're just we're seeing film film reel footage of the rise of Nazism, and we're making all oh, sorts yeah. of connections. Yeah. And then we're at a we're at a Hitler rally, and there's a nice big setup. We see the big crowds. We see all the signs and the and the imagery, and then Hitler takes the podium. And when he opens his mouth to speak, it's a Trump speech. We we're just dubbing Trump under Hitler's image. And it is it works. the it's, whole it's audience. It lands. The audience of 20 that was here tonight. We're with Vocal. it. Vocal. We're with it. They were, were amening a lot in the background. There was yeah. a lot of amens. But I flipped off Roger Stone. But that was that was the moment where everybody in the theater came together for a good hearty, oh fuck, chuckle. And I don't know how it's possible that in the amount of oversa- internet oversaturation of how is Trump that not and happened? Hitler that I have not seen felt a new. Hitler speech yeah. with Trump's voice yeah. lip-synced into Perfect. Hitler's mouth. Perfect. And it was felt so radically exciting and hilarious. It was and hilarious. Spot on they got good, with the they got mannerisms and yeah, like they nailed the same. And then he made his case <laughs> and like yeah. of how a country descends into authoritarianism. Yeah. It's not like, just a cheap shot joke. It, it gets your attention and then he makes yes, his case. Yes, and yeah. whether or not, like, how, whatever angle you're watching this from, either you'll you'll listen to that or not. Like, I could see Fox News taking that chunk just alone and being like, look at this, look at this uh, low class, low blow, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's tough for me to watch Michael Moore's films because I agree with him politically on so many levels. And not just try to play, well, I'm the Fox News watching guy that yeah. you need to convince. Yes. And so, like, watching it from that perspective, I'm like... I feel like you I and I slip into that role yeah. quite Whereas, often. Whereas, like, I don't know if this is going to convince me as a, as a Fox News watcher to think that Trump is, you know... The, and and beca- just because politically I'm not, you know... It's like, I'm already convinced. I don't need, like, further right. convincing. Like, I like the stuff where I didn't know as much about, like, the Flint stuff and stuff right. like that. But it's like, so I look at Michael Moore's films more from, like, is he going to convince average Joe right. to get I don't his think butt out is. there and vote? Well, and I don't know. Well, don't so, so to that point, I think one of the reasons why I was so ho-hum about the movie to begin with is I've had the experience with Michael Moore the last, not Roger Me, because I, I watched that after it came out, we were, you know, 13 or 14 when that came out, whatever it was, so I wasn't savvy enough to really get it until later. But, I mean, the last, like, 15 years, really since Bowling for Columbine on, I feel like when you first discover this guy's work, it's so impactful, you come out of the theater on fire, and then nothing changes, and then you start to get into, oh, he's preaching to the choir, and then, right, like Bishke, you start thinking, you know, How getting does this, the mindset average, of the average, average Joe, guy. Yeah. And that's why when I... Joe the Plumber. I'm like, Joe I don't need to see Michael Moore give me another, you know, preaching to the choir movie. But this film was so effective. And I got to say, he made a case, I think, that addressed my approach to the movie and addressed, I think, your reaction in watching it, which is that he doesn't need to convince 
the Fox viewer Republican voter. He's trying to convince the 100 million non-voting Americans that are apathetic or feel that their vo voice doesn't count. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I do think that if they watch it, it's as good a shot at any of convincing them that if you band together, you can actually shake the walls of power. And I think there's, a, I think the case that he makes is actually pretty compelling that we don't need to speak to the Democrats or the Republicans. We need to speak to the biggest voting bloc that is out there. The non-voters. The non-voters, which, which are 100 million out of 220 Crazy. million yeah. uh, vo registered voters. So, or, or, or eligible what voters. What do they want? So <laughs> a bunch of them that committed felonies. Well, it's not even, yeah, it's, it's felony disenfranchisement, <laughs> right. but it's also the people like, there's a group in, in Flint that are saying, I don't even have time to go to a protest. I, right. can, I have to decide if I can pay the water bill or if I can pay the, the medical bill or if I can pay the rent. And so they don't have time to, you know, and then Obama, who they probably vested all their hopes and dreams into, he flies in. They're like, yes, finally something's going to happen. And he kind of plays it off and, you know, does his middle of the road dance. And it's, it's so heartbreaking um, when politicians do that. But I think the movie also shows you this new generation of, you know, man on the, the or woman on the bus, you know, getting to the to be a candidate and that's and that's, that's the moment that that's we're what ending. fires you up is yeah. like when shit gets really bad and it, we get past the point of no return if if you assume that we're not already there you you'll look back and you can pinpoint possible points where you should have taken a stand and he goes through just all these things where it's like holy shit yeah our nation is crazy right now what are we going to do about it and they interview a hundred-year-old Nuremberg prosecutor yeah. who's just weeping yeah. at, over what, what we've become. And holy shit. And what he's yeah. seen. What he's seen. He's like, he's like, the man that I prosecuted for killing, you know, 90,000 90, Jews, we, we, we hanged him. And here Trump is just doing that. He's just laissez-faire saying the same shit, walking the same path. What are we doing? Trump just hasn't done the killing yet. He just hasn't done the killing yet. But he so, jokes and teases he about jokes it about every it, yeah. time he opens his mouth. Yeah. So what do we do? And it's the same, I'm getting flashbacks to Fahrenheit 9-11, where I left the theater and I'm like, holy shit, we got to do something. It's the same feeling I felt uh, probably in not not as, as a, much of a healthy way as I felt coming out of Falling Down in 1993, where I was like, holy shit, I want to kill everybody. <laughs> but it's, it's these movies that, especially if we're oversaturated with media like we are now, the movies that make us feel something, that make us feel like we need to make a change, like that's rare. That's rare in this day and age. And well, when Mueller gets fired, I want all of you brothers Join me in the march. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll or be Rosenstein. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at Rosenstein. like a march a month in, in the last <laughs> two years. Am, but, yeah. but, I, <laughs> but I think I think what gives me a little more hope because I had the same feeling after after Fahrenheit 9/11, and and I think it was being in LA yeah. for the first. I guess we were here about two years or so at that point, and uh, and I just couldn't believe I was in such shock that. Bush won re-election yeah. after feeling like everyone sees through 
this insanity and the war crimes and the lies to the whole country and the whole world and and they reelected him so but the only thing that that leaving a movie like this it feels different this time we'll find out in about 42 days is when you see the teachers marches when you see the teenagers organizing when you see like um, all the new candidates um, this time right. that are non-corporate backed that are just female backed that are yeah women minorities young um, that are not entrenched in DC and in the um, the current power structure um, it gives me a little more hope that that, yeah. that things could that there, there's going to be pushback and we're going to get rid of a lot of these terrible people but you know I guess I guess let's check back in let's and, uh, check back in <laughs> in post November um, and see what happens but. brother uh, brother Bishke and brother Lucas uh, <laughs> are going to go right back in the theater and see Thriller in 3D IMAX which I recommend everybody does because it's amazing Michael Jackson's Thriller is it before um, the trailers it's, or after? It's after the trailers. Okay. So we, got think, a little, we got a few minutes. Okay, so bone counts, guys. Bone counts. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Brother Zach. So I, I was thinking bone count, what, what should it be? Because I feel like this is not a movie. Again, this is another movie that's very timely. So I feel like I'm going to give it a bone count for sure. what it is for me sure. tonight. This is, this is tonight. 42 days before the tonight. midterms in 2018. It's a three and a half bone mm-hmm. for me. It made me feel something, uh, made me angry, made me sad. Yeah. It, it made me check my own uh, hopes and uh, beliefs that I pin on individuals. And uh, it is extremely effective filmmaking. I think the end was I mean it was jumbled it was a little jumbled the security alert system it was, yeah. it was abrupt <laughs> which, which so there was a warning at the Burbank uh, 6 about the security alert system oh was inside. there yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. that's funny but, I remember that but, morning with the Hawaii uh, the, the whole uh, fake n- ner- nuclear warning nervous and, now because Trump just got access to having uh, control he can of our cell phones over the Amber yeah, yeah. Alert yeah. I can't yeah. wait so, so that's where the false flag will come from just I, I say true. you know everyone should see it everyone should uh uh, vote however they they think best, uh, and but that uh, you know everyone should should actually not be apathetic and should you yeah. know, really value the fact that you can have a voice and you can volunteer and you can give ten bucks to someone that is going to push back on these assholes. And so for that, I give it uh, give me a little hope, give me a little anger, give me a little emotion, and give me a little uh, adjustment. Uh, I give it a three and a half. Give me fuel. Give me it fire. Was, it was very competently constructed. Uh, power to the people propaganda. Yeah. Boom. Brother Bisky. I enjoyed it. I, You know, there's a lot going on. It's pretty hard for Michael Moore to come up with a tour de force of yeah. taking in everything that's going on and putting it out. I think he tries his best. There's a lot, there's a lot of kind of different sections of this movie, um, and I think some are stronger than others. But uh, overall, I, uh, I, I was impressed. Michael Morse is still a hero, and I'll give it three bones. All right, Brother Lucas. I uh, definitely enjoyed this more than uh, Fahrenheit 9/11, uh, which I felt underwhelmed at the time. So, but this, so this just grabbed me by the the throat, by the gut, because as Matt can attest in the opening, I, I just thought it was like the funniest, like most <laughs> hilarious setup, which was just chronology. He was just starting at the beginning, and, and it was just. 
for some reason it hit me hard and I was laughing harder than I've ever laughed in like yeah. the last 10 movies and I was actually getting self-conscious that someone was going to worry that I was like drunk or on drugs or something. It's even the power though, of good doc editing. Yeah, the I power just, of Hillary uh, naming all the rappers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Salad Dragon runner up. Oh, it was genius. So I the rapper. I definitely like like the echo everything Zach said like I felt a lot of feels because when we got to Flint and we got to you know these veterans saying like yeah I saw people in Iraq that had it better than people in Flint it's like and children it's like oh my god and then yeah like all all the things I witnessed um, while skewed and slanted and and yeah like very (laughs) leftist which is all good because I'm on that side um I, I enjoyed it immensely. I just thought it was a, it was a tad too long because there are at least three to six different <laughs> yeah. topics that you sure. could just make a meal and a feast out of where there's so much to unpack. You could, you could make a mini-series. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much. Um, it should be a YouTube series. There, there, could yeah. have been, there could have been some fat trim from this for sure, and, and I think it would have, would have been way just as powerful. But but I give it three and a half, three and a half bones. I, I, could, I could definitely yeah recommend this to my friends. I think my friends should see it. And yeah. your enemies. And, yeah, and, yeah, especially. Like, I really, yeah, I really was impressed, uh, and it just made me freaking, it made me freak out that, like, yeah, there is going to be, like, some kind of Reichstag yeah. night. There's so going to be. There's we're all waiting be. for Trump's Reichstag. There's going yeah. to be. Who's changed, folks? Um, okay, because I want these boys to go get their daily dose of Michael Jackson, three and a half from the Lodgemaster tonight. Ooh. It's gonna it's gonna boil back to three over time. That's right. that's it. That's, um, that's correct. But tonight it's three and a half. Tonight, tonight it's, it's three and a night. half. It's his night. Um, boys, uh, it was it was a wonderful experience yeah. to uh, go through this with you. Hold on, am I gonna get you to Orange County? Am I gonna get you to Orange County? Am I gonna get you to Politicon? Ooh. Yeah, come to Politicon. Only. No. Only. To oh, well, with this, no. okay, we, well, we'll, 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 we'll discuss. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll fig- discuss. We'll figure if you it out. door knock with me in Orange County, maybe. We'll figure maybe. it out maybe. off air. Um, Politicon would be for your own benefit, though. Um, oh, Tommy Lawrence would be there. <laughs> love and light to everybody. Love and love light. Love and light and vote to everybody. Go fucking Regis- do it. Register to vote before October or something. Just fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> That'll be our slogan. Yeah. Uh, on that Figure note. Figure it out. On that vague, slackerific note. Do the research. Do the research. Don't yourself. believe the hype. Love and light. Love and, and, love and, and fire in your heart. And God bless us all. Jesus Christ. Bring me your huddled masses. Later, y'all. Peace.
How the fuck do we get here? How the fuck do we get out?